0: hey what's up everybody and welcome to the thursday night rodeo roundtable glad to have you um let me uh introduce our panelists that you guys all know because we have them here every week uh we got kim side money plans on the far other side uh right below kim we got gary garyzaps.com mr middleton tech duh maximo flex alert and uh right below me got hannibal is hungry and uh how are you guys all doing?
1: Pretty, good. Tired. Pretty
2: good.
1: Yeah.
0: And,
2: uh, <laughs> State fair, Tucker Jout did it? Um, the, the, between the walking and the heat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And our guest tonight, uh, I don't know if a lot of you guys might not know him or not, um, is Mike I, ho- I, I It's been a while since I've said it. Did I say it right? You got I it right. It I, say, I, I say it I wrong half I the time. So
3: don't feel bad even if you did get it wrong, <laughs> but you got it right. All good. No more effort, everything. <laughs> Nothing uh,
0: will which is which he has a podcast and i guess we'll talk about a little bit of the timeline here in a second but um is mike delivers uh he is he is kind of from kim's neck of the woods and from what we were just talking about backstage it looks like he will be a closer neighbor to kim here soon um actually and maybe i don't know if that's considered the same town or how you look at that but it sounded like he'd be close
4: next town right, over yeah
0: yeah okay so um yeah he's another uh I know that you're in Bloomfield, but I know you're a big uh, Jersey fan because I know you did the sports cast with uh, one of your, uh, you know, with one of your uh, people who's a big not Uh,
3: Jersey fan. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. For for basketball. For basketball. Yeah. I I also do a basketball podcast and I'm a big Nets fan. Uh, Brooklyn Nets now, but they originated, of course, in New Jersey. It's only been about a decade since they've been gone. So. We had uh, we had former net Richard Jefferson on the podcast, so it was good to reminisce with him. Uh, if anybody's mm-hmm. hoops fan, so yeah, b- big into all the Jersey stuff. Love living in the area, and yeah, when people say where are you from, I say I am from New Jersey. I'm not from New York, although I did keep, you know <laughs> work there for nine years and spent a lot of time living and commuting per se into the city, but I am from New Jersey and proud to say it. <laughs> so. Uh...
0: I didn't even know that about the bro- about Brook Hannibals in Brooklyn. I didn't even know that they came from Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, when the Nets was in when they when they were in New Jersey, they were like going to the finals. Jason Kidd, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I Just I New always different. thought of it
0: as New York. I didn't know it was Brooklyn. I didn't know it was. Yeah, I, I just thought it was one of the boroughs or whatever. You know, I don't know. I guess I didn't put any tie to it really. I just <laughs> never really thought it was from Brooklyn. I just didn't know.
3: You didn't
1: it Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Mike. Uh, okay. So, how's your how's your how's the summer been? Your family? I know you had a kid last week. It's been
3: about a year since you were on the podcast. So, wow. how's yeah. life? Life is good. Life is busy. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate yeah. you having me on the podcast. So, thank you. Yeah. No, life is good. Life is busy. Uh, my wife is actually pregnant. She. We're gonna have our second kid. We're gonna have a daughter. Um, Congratulations! Mo- Congratulations! Thank you, very- thank you. Thank you. We're we're moving. And uh, I work for a podcast network full time. I'm teaching podcasting uh, Wednesday nights at Bergen Community College, which I love doing as well. So keeping busy. I love interacting with other podcasters, other gig economy uh, people that are, are in the industry and, and, you know, and doing it. So I, keeping busy, uh, having fun, and um, looking forward to maybe the temperatures being a little cooler. I'll probably regret saying that, but yeah, no, everything is solid yeah good um because yeah that's a that's one of the things
0: like so if you guys look up mike on youtube you you know you might not see that there's been a lot of action for a while or you know whatever but i found i didn't even find mike through youtube and i was already on youtube starting my youtube thing but um i met i knew of mike from the audio podcast world which is right. what he was talking about too and what he focuses on i think primarily is audio
3: um so yeah, I'm, a, I'm big I'm big into audio, I'm big into audio. I've always been I have a radio background, uh, worked in sports radio for a minute and just always believed in podcasting in general as a good medium for people to communicate different ways and, and um, get into niche topics that I know people will will like. Uh, and that's sort of when I when I started doing Uber Eats um, on the side, I was I was producing a morning show and I was done around 12 o'clock every day in the afternoon and I got up hella early was out by 12 o'clock, and I was like, I want a second job. I want to make money. I don't want to have anybody telling me what to do. Do it on my hours. Give myself the flexibility. I said, let me become an Uber Eats driver. I love doing that way more than, I would say, producing sports radio shows. I would say I thought it was a lot more fun. I didn't have to report to anybody. I didn't have to deal with anybody's ego. <laughs> I didn't have to listen to anybody's think they know everything. It was kind of awesome. And I started expressing all these stories about all the crazy, wacky things I saw on the road delivering food. So I said, I've always had a background and love of podcasting. Why don't I do a podcast where I just literally say the stories from the road of delivering food? And that's how Mike Delivers uh, began. Yeah. And when I when I came on, when I first discovered
0: you, I was really thrown off. And I think we talked about this in the first podcast because... <laughs> I had been doing the audio podcast for, Mike had been going on longer, but not much longer. And he had like three times or four times as many podcasts out as I did. So the first time I had you on, I asked you, how often do you drop? Because I'm not getting this at all. I've dropped once a week and you're like in the two hundreds, I'm at 50. And yeah, I was, I was (laughs) out of control
3: yeah i was doing two a week at that time and then i was reviewing foods of some of the different places that i picked up from not trying the food on the deliveries but then reporting back to some of the places i thought were interesting to try to double my content uh this was before kids before podcast jobs and now my time is has not been uh not as free so i've had to cut back on that but that was kind of the thing going with going with the with the two doing the stories from the road interviews and then also uh some food reviews and some of the, the fun places that I had tried and some like wacky fast food items that I was like, probably never try in real life. But I was like, man, I just picked up some tilapia from IHOP for somebody at 10 30 in the morning. I was like, I want to now try the tilapia from IHOP. I mean, I would never have thought about it, but I'm like, wow, somebody just ordered tilapia from IHOP at 10 in the morning. Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, we're going to now, you know, have tilapia for new year's Eve from IHOP. So get ready for that. it be fun. So that, that was the other thing I was going to ask you. Didn't so with the food
0: critiquing part, your wife used to be, or I don't know what you guys do with that now, but she used to be part of that with you of that portion. Yeah,
3: Yeah, she still, she still does that. So her and I will review the foods together. We'll try them. We'll document them. And it's been a fun way for us. I think in our relationship, you know, we have a great relationship, but sometimes you don't always get to sit down and just talk and chat with each other. And we did that. And it's been a great way for us to, to try fun things, weird, unique, different foods. And we have a, we have a blast doing it and it's been fun to give insight. You know, you know, we talk about food, but then we also talk about what's going on and in our lives. And it's kind of a fun way to, to do that. And that's kind of how the Mike delivers concept sort of developed even out further with, with the twice a week content.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like I said, the first time Mike was on here a year ago, uh, he had his day job. He and his wife had a new baby. I think it was even a new baby then, too. I know you got one on the way, but at the time, that was a new baby. Um, And he was part-timing Uber Eats. Now, here's the kicker, guys, is that tonight, uh, Mike hasn't been doing this for about six months. So, I thought, when he told me that, I thought, well, this is really cool, actually, because we don't usually have somebody on who's a veteran gig worker who's now taken six months off and has missed everything that's happened because in a month, two months, so mm. much happens. Six right. months, let's say a lot's happened. Yeah. And so this should be interesting getting your take. Cause it's not like you did it for a few weeks and then stopped. You were do, you did it right. for a couple years or a few years.
3: Yeah. I have close to 3000 deliveries. So, I mean, I, I've definitely, uh, I started probably a year before, year and a half before the pandemic worked during the pandemic. So yeah, it's probably two and a half, three years total. And I, mm-hmm. I am curious as well, because I know for myself, if I ever were to take like three weeks off for whatever reason, and then you come back on and I'm like, I don't know how this app works. What is this? What is this star feature? This means now that my car all of a sudden doesn't need get, like, what is going on here? So I imagine like after six months of not doing it, I'm sure there's now features where I'm going to be blown, blown away.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if by the end of this, he has any interest in coming back to the gig economy. (laughs) Um, So I had a lead story. We have a couple things we're going to run through, but I had to change the lead story because you guys, you can no longer joke with Hannibal. It's, It's no joke anymore. This is very real. Hannibal has become a professional cuddler.
3: I'm impressed,
0: man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mike, if you're not familiar, we've been talking about this with Hannibal for a while. He's been threatening to do it, or talking about <laughs> threatening. <doing> it. <laughs> more I what it says.
1: Well, listen, I'm always looking for different ways to make money as an independent contractor. So, uh, a couple of months ago, I made a video, and that video was more of a joke. Or at least, okay, I I've, I've was reading and saw some videos of people making good money cuddling, right? Touch therapy, as they say. And I made the video. And then from then on, every time I would go and talk to somebody or check in the comments or be in the chats, live, live streams, someone would ask me about it. And I kept saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, guys. Just, you know, like, stop, stop asking because I'm going to do it. So if I finally signed up. Now, it was only a couple of days ago. Nothing has happened yet. So I'm not a cuddler. I haven't cuddled anyone. I just have a profile up. Um, and I actually used the <laughs> I used the the you know the the username or the we call it we call it I guess screen name of Uber Black. I'm going to change that. I don't know if people will be interested in you know, like that's the person's name, like Uber Black, but I did put that in there, and I wrote about who I am, a YouTuber, a content creator. Uh, you know, dog walker, and we'll see. I mean, it's only been up for maybe uh, probably a week. I <laughs> doubt I'm going to get any hits. Wait did did you do any training? This one in particular, they just let you in. <laughs> like I signed up, and they, and this is the the kicker as well. We complain about DoorDash and Uber and how much you know all this nonsense in terms of what they take from you and blah blah blah. So you can pick your rates, but no matter what rate you pick. They take about 40% of your take. Wow. Wow. 40%. So,
4: so did you ever find out what's defined as cuddling yet?
1: Well, this, this is the thing. Like the other website, um, I think it's called cuddlist.com. They actually have a training program and certification program. This one that I signed up for is called Cuddle Companions. And they just let you in. So mm-hmm. I don't know how shady that is. It's like, okay, you're... And even, you're and even,
0: I saw it even said certified.
1: Yeah. not no, verified or whatever. No training. Like,
0: what is... Did you no. have
1: to go through a background
4: check at least?
1: I think they may have done a background check because I, I, I submitted my application, my application, and it took a few days and it said, you, yeah, you're approved. Just uh, yeah, jump on in.
4: What? Said, jump yes. on in? <laughs> or did they actually oh, yeah. use that? <laughs> <laughs> they may
1: have said that. So the, I think the other website is probably more legitimate because there is some level of training. I guess it's online training, but... um. Some on, nothing's happened. Um, and I don't think anything is going to happen. Well, I looked at other profiles and see when the last time they logged in. Some haven't logged in for six months. Huh. I think if you really want to do that, you would have to go not necessarily like the dumpling route, but in terms of you're gonna to have to go out there and sell and Yourself? get and yeah, bring clients. This is not but, a but like you gotta world be world. a you gotta be a street walker for cuddling. You, you can <laughs> you can go on you can be on the websites, Gary. You don't have to, <laughs> have to walk. What,
3: the street. What? <laughs> what's the rate like? What What's the kind of money that you, you can, can make if you're like really good at cuddling?
1: All right, well, if you're attractive, well, if you're attractive, you can put. I've seen hundred dollars an hour. Um, they have different rates. You can do up to six hours. You do overnight. I've seen some for a thousand dollars. Who knows that who's actually paying for this? So, if you are a person that people would like to cuddle with, you can make a good amount of money. Um, but again, it's about getting the the customers to pay. So.
2: Wait, that's are are you at. gonna start? Are you gonna go door to doors? See if you can't sell yourself. No, <laughs> Gary, I'm
1: not. <laughs> no, this is just. Uh, I mean, for it to work, I would have to. Yeah, I would have to. I guess present my business to more people, right? But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. This is so,
4: crazy. So, can you imagine like a training on something like that? So, do you practice your training in bed on the couch? <laughs>
0: I think yeah, the training I, I, would just be more about questions. how to not let it get sexual and how <laughs> yeah, to get you're out like, of stuff.
1: You're like, baby, right.
2: come here. I need to train.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. If she tells me, you don't even like to cuddle. I'm like, yeah, I know. But for money, if you I mean, if she to my wife, if you hit me, I would cuddle you. <laughs> but
4: you're telling your wife <laughs> if she would pay you to cuddle? <laughs> no, I'm saying she noticed
1: I'm not a big cuddler because I generate a lot of heat. Like, I'm always, I'm not, yeah. I don't, wear, I, I don't I, blankets. I don't cuddle either. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. <laughs> Need to, you know, because usually you bed with your wife and you're sitting there with another, you know, you you know it warms you up. It's it's a it's a bonding thing. I don't need that. So okay. but I told her if you gave me a hundred dollars, I would cuddle. And then she didn't take that, she didn't find it funny. But I've put the, the profile out and we'll see what happens. If I get a hit, I'll let you guys know. But so far, nothing.
4: You we have to text out. me as soon as it happens. <laughs> as soon
3: as it happens. You got to, like, live stream it, too, and just have it I set mean, up I for
1: mean, six, six I... hours of cuddling. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if the client will appreciate that, but uh... I... it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs>
4: I <was> saying, I'm <laughs> cuddler, I know, right? so sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> just tell them the I'm camera is an for everybody's security. That's what you just tell like, yeah. <laughs> them. The camera is just for our security.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. But like honestly, dash, like, g- you know.
2: You can get a GoPro on your head and just say it's mm-hmm. your dash cam.
1: That is just
2: that is- <laughs>
0: just just to bring Mike up to speed real quick on this. Um, yeah. When he first started talking about it, the first thing that came to my head, and I think it was I said it, and everybody else was thinking the same thing, was like, "Man, all the business is probably after the cuddle." I bet you so much cash business happens after the cuddle. Yeah. To me, it was like yeah. a way of like figuring out if you wanted to like sexually be with somebody. Like better than going to the bar. I'll just have this person come over and hold my hand, cuddle with me, and if
3: I feel like it all would it would so that be an amazing if you're
1: actually? I was, Didn't say you? You? I
3: was just saying I I would had... it wouldn't be amazing like if yeah. like like say not, not you because you're married, but like let's say for example, yeah, I signed up on this website where I was gonna be cuddling and then you know, one thing led to another, we fell in love and now we're married and we met on Cuddles.com. dot uh, like, that
1: That'd would be, be insane. A... <laughs> that's an adorable story,
4: right? Well, that's a good How twist.
0: That's okay. yeah, we met. We the only, the only thing like i said i'm not going to share hannibal's link that's up to him <laughs> to do on a video or whatever he wants to do but the one thing i will say that i noticed because first of all this is the first time i've ever read a guy's profile
1: sure sure, it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. okay
0: but honestly the part that grabbed me was kind of near the bottom where it said you had a passport <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, also services where, I don't know how this works. Apparently, the person who wants a, a color to travel with them and they pay all the expenses that is possible. Now, I'm not going to travel with anyone, but that's one of the options. And you also there's activities nice. like you basically tell everyone you tell the I guess the profile, right? The profile what you are interested in doing board games, card playing. It sounds like you is a friend like they need a friend. And right. as well as maybe like, you know, the touch therapy, cuddling and that type of thing. But it's like, that, a, like a companion, but no sex. It says on the profile, yeah. no sex.
4: Now that's a side hustle for you.
0: <laughs> you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's businesses <laughs> based on people who break up. You know, during mm-hmm. that bad breakup time, you know, when you just, Watch
1: out I don't for know, those I sexes. really... <laughs> Oh, Jackie's in. She's like, I'm free travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm just
3: here. I'm just. Here. I'm here for the. I'm here for the free flight. I don't know. What that is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the day rate that you now, I know when you're saying that you saw up to a thousand. I know you. Again, I won't give it away. But he underpriced himself,
2: guys. I saw what he. I priced appreciate up. that, Steve. <laughs> you know, he's
3: just, he's
1: just he's trying a, to get
2: yeah. his first client, Steve. That's all. <laughs>
4: Can you raise your prices after like your first week?
1: I could, You could change it no matter what. They say that, you know, they say they take more, they, they take less the more you charge. But like, obviously, because I'm charging more. But 40% is a lot of money. Like, what are they doing? I mean, they got the website, but nothing's hitting. So like, if I wanted to actually make this a business, I would have to, similar to Rover, because that's why I make my money. I'm a dog walker, dog boarder. A lot of my clients, I, I meet out, you know, walking dogs. I'm in a dog park. That's how you really generate your business. So again, right. like what Gary said, I go door to door, saying, "Well, you know, if you're interested in cuddling, I have a cuddling business, and give them my card."
2: Are you going to make business cards for this? Are you going to all in? Are you going to start so- searching social media for like cuddling meetups and whatnot?
1: <laughs> the thing is, why would somebody to pay, right? Like, if you want to get cuddled and you can go to a, a, I'm sure there's meetup groups. I'm sure they're not charging. So this, I don't know if this is a good business model. Unless you are a very attractive person, then it doesn't really matter, right?
3: Is your profile have like examples of you cuddling other people to show your techniques and like how mm-hmm. good of a cuddler no, you are?
1: No, I sh- maybe I should have that. I only have pictures like, of like my this, face. Right?
3: Oh my you're God. like, wow, look at like my right arm and the left hand there. Like, wow, you really know what you're doing. You know how to really warm up another <laughs> you, person. You
1: know what? Maybe <laughs> I need to I need to ramp up my profile and maybe fix up a little bit. Maybe more, be more attractive to getting some hits. Perhaps because yeah, I you, don't you, have any cuddling pictures, which makes sense. You can get
2: a blow up doll and like, you know use that. Gary, a...
1: I'm not doing that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're,
3: you know, king like,
1: It's a tax write off. I have don't to worry. do
4: one more. Are there any hidden tips in this?
1: No hidden tips.
4: I don't think
3: What's the site? I have to find it. It's called uh, Cuddling
4: Companions.
3: Cuddling Companions. I might sign <laughs> up too now. <laughs> I'm try if, you know, this. if
1: you're if it's if it's allowed, you know, you always have to talk to your significant other. And that's why a lot of a lot of jokes are like, well, your life, your wife is gonna leave. I asked her, was like, is it cool? She said, Yeah, go ahead. If, if, it, if it works, <laughs> oh, they're right. pay, make money. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so far no, nothing happening. Appreciated.
0: You know, maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> this isn't trying to be like Gary either, Thank but you, maybe Holly. like you a target it. a target place <laughs> is like uh you know, hanging outside of like uh sex Addicts anonymous and stuff where you're like hey i'm not gonna have sex with you but i can provide that cuddle thing that you're missing
1: but if you're if you are a recovering alcoholic you don't go to the bar near the drinks then it's easier for you to jump back into it so i don't know if that's a good idea yeah
0: right (laughs) but you you're not gonna let them that's my point but it might
4: be the version of sparkling cider instead of the wine
1: <laughs> All right, these metaphors are—I uh, I'm sorry, Mike. Like, the one like this the up? I did not.
0: <laughs> so this is this. Mike is where uh, the gig economy is right now.
4: <laughs> wow! Right, right. Wow.
0: I used Lots to deliver uh, six months. Used man. to deliver,
3: you know, you California <laughs> rolls. Now there's there's cuddling. That's just um. I mean i mean like and you guys i know you all talked about it before but th- this is just code for sex there, there's no other way that there's legit people i mean legit going over like hey it's nice to see you I'm, we're about to watch you know the next hulu show murders in the building can you cuddle yeah. with me for an hour while we watch because i want to be i want to see steve martin with next like <laughs> there's no shot right like something else i mean come on no, no shot. Like oh, That's let's, let's Stranger Things nights. Come on over and we can cuddle for two hours. These are longer episodes. Like, no way. <laughs> but I think a lot of these popped up during the pandemic.
0: And maybe there mm. was a lot of people who mm. were touched therapy. Because, I mean, even the word mm. touch therapy, I had never heard of it. Maybe I had, but I don't think I'd heard of it before the the pandemic. And then it was this site or these sites that started using it. And so maybe people were just that lonely. I don't know.
1: You well, know, there's a video I mean, on YouTube. I forgot what it was. I saw it a while ago, where um, it was kind of um, they had like two people that kind of, that knew each other, either it was like a family or like friends or relatives, and they they were standing there, and you know they said hug for four minutes, just nonstop hug, just hug and just and. It, it was like really emotional and it was really nice. Like some people actually cried. Like, I guess I don't know if enough people hug each other anymore. I think definitely, like you said, the last two years, we've been more isolated where, you know, when you, hug, you know, I'm sure you guys have certain so others when you hug your, your you know, your wife, your, your husband for a while. It's nice. Right. I mean, releasing it the chemicals, it just makes you feel better. So yeah, there may be people out there who, yeah, yeah. Most probably looking for sex, but there may be people out there who are actually looking for some level of, um, companionship in terms of just being around another human being. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, we we talk about, you know, Kim, we talk about in terms of like when you deliver food, everything is leave, leave it at the door, leave it right. at the door. I don't want to see anybody, you know, like you do that for a while and you, you become too isolated. It, it, I think it damages, you know, um, your mental health. So I'm just
2: gonna say this whoever gets Hannibal <laughs> for cuddling is gonna be pissed off. They're <laughs> like, they're <here> like <laughs> two hours really two hours nothing in two hours
1: <laughs> i pay you all this money and it's all... <laughs> do, you, do you get rated no I, I didn't see a rating on an i didn't see any or
3: reviews left <laughs>
1: yeah, no. That, Dude, there's no way there's a
0: there's no way there's a rating system because hannibal if a client called him he would be going to the house or wait, I don't know well, that I'm for available sure, but I'm for. Guessing. Out,
1: I, I'm guessing. I'm available for in call and out call. See, those two words are very yeah, what, is, what does know, that mean? Yeah, oh you in, <laughs> in call, out call. sounds you know, but I'm available what? for those things. Wait, you get less <laughs> than I come to your bed and cuddle. Well, actually, I was going to use, I was going to. Tell my cousin, hey, listen, because she travels all the time. Can I just your, use your apartment to do this? I, I don't know. All right, so there's one weird thing. The side hustle. Let's cuddle
3: <laughs> You guys know, you know at at the Door like a
1: bouncer. I need, maybe, I'm probably going to have someone around. The wife's going to be at the door like a pimp.
3: <laughs> Money. Yeah, you need Money somebody.
1: Yeah, hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> you're finish. get, get <laughs> almost finished. Get out of here. So the hour is up.
4: Wait, so are you okay. comfortable with someone knowing your address though? That's why I use my house. It
1: doesn't house. say his address. <laughs> <laughs> I'd so rather serious. have them come to my house than than I go to someone else's house, at least for the first the first first time.
0: Or the mm-hmm. first forever times. Who knows that you're right. walking into some Silence of the Lambs dungeon. <laughs> That's think. also a concern. May, this may
1: be the last time you talk to it. Like I, I'll have a client. Hey, I got one. I'll put it in like a community post. And then you won't hear from me ever again. I'm like, you know what happened? <laughs> you know what happened? Something happened. What a way um, to go. Right. Cuddling,
0: Jeez. yeah, I guess I guess that's weird because there re- wouldn't really be a record of it either through the or is there through the website? I mean, because at some point they contact you, so it wouldn't even be really able to
2: track. See, see, I would I would think anything past the first time would be direct contact. Like that, maybe that's why they take forty percent because there's no no
0: pun intended
2: in business.
1: <laughs> Yeah, take all the money they can. Yeah. So the one weird thing about fill out this application and this website is um they, le- they let you know you need to be able to hug men and women. And the interesting thing is, well, I'm not really interested in hugging men or cuddling with men, but I couldn't finish the profile. I could not put the profile in unless I'd said I will service both sexes. Hmm. But if I applied as a female, I was able to choose if I wanted to cuddle only men or women, but as a man, I couldn't choose. And I found I found out a little weird. Equal what? opportunity
4: um, cuddler.
1: Yeah, so but, if, I, if I put in as a female, yeah, I, can but, say I only hug females or male. Like I can pick, but right. as a male, I could not pick only women. They would not. I I couldn't press continue on the application.
2: But you do get to pick and choose who you cuddle, though.
1: Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm gonna decline. Um, if there's, <laughs> I'm gonna decline to some offers if it's not you know worth uh, my while here. So. But I mean, like
0: Gary, it's like a dating website. I mean, you could show, I mean, right. at least on a dating website, you show up to a restaurant traffic? somewhere neutral and you meet somebody and maybe they don't look like their pictures, but he could show <coughs> up to something that didn't, isn't even near the picture.
1: It puts a lotion on <laughs> his skin. Very funny, Brian. Right.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> what happens if okay. like well, you show up and it's a completely different person?
1: Well, the way, like, well, maybe I didn't read a lot of fine print. I kind of just rush it through, <laughs> but. When I when I want Rover right, so when someone contacts me to baby dog sit or dog walk, right. we don't immediately work the next day. We set up a meet and greet. Either they come to my house or I go to their house or we meet at a park. Right. We talk and get to know right. their dog. So we, I'm assuming it's the same thing here. So I wouldn't have someone contact me with no picture, no hey come over here at this, this time and, and place. And like, okay, I'll just show up the next day. It would be a conversation, obviously. It would be some kind of communication to you know, like, are, are you a creep? Are you going to kill me? No? Okay, then. We'll, we'll go on from there. What
4: happens oh, yeah, if you have to spend like two me. or three hours cuddling with somebody who has like bad body odor? Well, you probably
1: know well, I don't know how much I put in. I think I put eight hours. I know maybe I should put a little bit more, but if you give, if I had a, if I had $300 an hour, and I had to h- cuddle someone that smelled for three hours. $300, I mean, man, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, I could do that.
3: Can anybody even cuddle that long? Like, <laughs> I think after 15 minutes, you just start to get, like, cramped up. To yeah. Cuddle apparently for you, that you, long, you, you change positions
1: yeah. and stuff like that. You know, just like any other. <laughs> no, any yeah, other they, time. They're going to try, gonna... <laughs>
2: yeah. try and change positions, all right. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well, good but luck you guys he's he's done it
0: i mean i think i think i and i did see that you put board games all that kind i saw that those were not things you wrote but things you selected but like yeah. i'm get my guess is that that's more or what he's even trying to like he's not going to look for the client who's like you know hey i need somebody to spoon me four nights a week and you know, because obviously that might be going somewhere weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see what Hannibal we'll see. does. Hopefully, well, congratulations, live.
4: Hannibal, because you literally <laughs> went through with it and you were committed. I have to give it to
2: you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hopefully, you get the person like, hey, let's play some Xbox.
1: Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll play some video games. Yeah, that'd be, fantastic. be BFF, Yeah. <laughs>
0: so. Everybody wish Hannibal some luck, and hopefully we keep seeing him every week
3: so that nothing happens to him. Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely searching this. And, 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 I mean, like this is the first thing I do when I'm. I, I'm going to find your profile. I'm going to see There's it. Number. Number. I might, I might sign up for a cuddle just to make you have to do it. Like, I, like it's, it's gonna happen.
4: I'll give you some. And you better look out. He's
3: he's close enough to you to do it. No, I'm serious. Like let let's set something up. Let's get a cuddle going, and let's just see if this thing really works. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? Let's let's try it out.
3: We could even do a podcast together while we cuddle. it will be fun.
1: You know what? That sounds actually that sounds way better than someone I don't know trying to kill me. Are you allowed to sleep on the job? Maybe.
2: you, you might want to look at the hourly rate before you
1: decide that i know that's true it was like sorry honey
3: I'm broke i went to cuddle for four hours i gotta make it up but but so i noticed that
0: the you know it was like 10 times your hourly rate was the day rate so your day rate is like eight hundred dollars and if somebody and if you need a passport if somebody wanted to say hey let's let's go to uh You know, let's go to France for two weeks. You're making bank, dude.
1: (laughs) What's the chance of that happening? I don't know, man.
4: Well, hopefully they. I I have no idea. Hopefully they don't charge the credit card after the cuddle, just in case it gets declined.
1: Well, definitely not traveling. I'll say that I can't. You can't travel out of state right now. No, that that point I would
0: but
4: You can wine and dine all over the world.
1: Your wife would yeah. be like, no. No, she would not be down fat, no. She'd be like, where are you going? <laughs> no, you're not. You gotta, you gotta take a yeah, boy to school. go to Paris <laughs> for two weeks with this girl. <laughs> yeah, with this girl. It's gonna cut, like, yeah, she, that, she, that, that's not gonna happen.
0: We're just a cuddle for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see that flying. Okay, but... I mean, to each his own, and we know that you know, um, Obviously there's enough trust between them for what he's trying to do in this. And and no just knowing Hannibal like I do, I think he's it's more <laughs> it, it's yes, for here's my guess. It's for the it just the none of us have done it. He wants to see what it's really about, but I think he's doing it more to um just like you know, he like with the dogs. It's more like to feel like he's doing something a little more for people. Maybe we'll try, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. Trying,
1: I mean well. I know Daphne said uh, your wife is cool with this. So I am. I'll be thirty eight next week. Yeah, I'll be thirty eight next week or twenty fourth. Right. So I've been with my wife when I was eighteen and she was seventeen. So about twenty years. Wow. So this wouldn't be something I could probably do if I just met someone or even had a few years in. There's a there's mm. so much trust there, and she kind of ha- gets my sense of humor and gets the fact that I would do something goofy like this. That it would not she doesn't have those kind of things. Now she would be jealous if I did go to France. So that's the one thing. It's Like you're yeah. not going to France. I, you didn't take me to France. I'm not going to France. You're not going. So that's right. probably it. It would be like a jealousy of experiences. Like she wouldn't. She would want me to go with her to France. So like stuff like that. Yeah. But in terms of like worrying about any other weird stuff, no. We've we've been together too long.
2: If he gets something to France, she's Gonna sublease his account and go for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, that's
0: cuddling, guys. Learn about it. it. <laughs> but no more, you, you guys, you can't joke about it anymore because he'll give us feedback now. The joke's gone because it's real. That's what I told him the other yeah. day when he texted me. I said, now it's real.
1: Now it's real. <laughs> um, so, okay,
0: let's, uh, I don't even know. Everything seems like a downgrade now after that. Just <laughs> save
4: say, that for does last. anybody follow that? <laughs> I mean, I don't
2: but, even know. <laughs> and now we're going to move on to the boring gig talk.
0: <laughs> Actually, this this first story is pretty good, though. So we all knew the that those, uh, <laughs> we knew that, this, that these uh, Uber trash cans, the delivery vehicles that they've been putting on campus with the you know, the little ones, not the mini SUV ones that we saw by Neuro. But the little trash cans to deliver uh food in LA that have been having problems getting lost in the woods, people kicking them in rivers, all this stuff, taking baseball bats to them. They lead kids into traffic. Well, on what day was it? On um let me see this this date. So yesterday. So okay, this was yesterday. Uh, there was a self-driving food delivery robot that did not take kindly to the yellow caution tape surrounding a crime scene in Los Angeles as it plowed through the area, <laughs> according to a video shared on Twitter. Okay, so William Goode um, is the owner of Film the, L- Film the Police LA, a watchdog Twitter account documenting police activity in Los Angeles. Good was on the perimeter of a suspected shooting at Hollywood High School at 10 a.m. Um, And he saw a food delivery robot rolling down the sidewalk approaching the yellow caution tape. Um, And quote here is, I just saw it coming and I could not believe what I was seeing. Good told uh, Gizmodo and uh, Good explained that the robot kept trying to aggressively maneuver around the tape until a cameraman lifted it up and set it next to where it was having an issue. The robot then made its way through the active crime scene at the high school, passing by the Los Angeles Police Department um, that was all outside, and they did nothing. And the guy writing, again, a quote says, I thought to myself, what did I just capture? Um, And so now he's saying that, you know, uh, these things have been creepy, this, that, and the other, but um, basically this went right by uh the bomb squad the police force the parents of the kids in the school and i was thinking to myself man this little trash can piece of crap with the googly eyeballs could have been a bomb i mean That's for the ridiculous. police i yeah. mean not for the school i mean that could have really i, I i'm just shocked they're i mean the swat team's on the None of them thought, hey, this let's get rid of this Uber trash can.
1: Mm. Interesting. Yeah, when I you mean think about it. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean it's not just, like they I would let anything
0: that. else go through there. Nothing.
1: Mm.
3: So I'm not even but they familiar. are they're like,
0: Oh, that there's a food delivery, let them go. Like
3: so this is just a robot that's delivering food. Is that basically what this is? And it's got like a GPS system, and it figures out to go from restaurant to the said person's house and and that's what this thing does essentially it's mike it's basically
0: looks like a cooler you'd take to the beach it's about that size it's got four like stroller wheels on it i mean it looks so junk too and just janky but then it's got googly they put eyeballs on it that aren't even (laughs) anything that see they just put these googly eyeballs on and kids have been chasing them into the road I bet. So I mean this yeah. and it stands about um, I think it's with the wheels, it's about uh just under two feet tall. So it stands just underneath cars, everything. It's a it's been a big problem. People have taken golf clubs, baseball bats, people have <laughs> taken them hostage and replaced them in the woods. Um, people have kicked them into rivers. Um, so yeah, they're not being welcomed at all kindly but the police force in in an active shooting at a high school is fine with it just rolling through um i don't know i found this crazy
4: but can you imagine the like the lawyers and the judges on this crime scene and presenting it to the judge i'm sorry we have no evidence because this robot went through all the evidence we had and it's now destroyed or tampered with, and now they (laughs) can't like solve anything of whatever crime was being committed because this robot went right through the crime scene.
1: The damn Roomba couldn't yeah. no, couldn't figure out that <laughs> he couldn't walk through I couldn't go through that area. I, yeah. It. I mean, I know Steve's um p- position on robots, but this thing. I mean, and talking about in schools, right? And worrying about how it looks and how it can be manipulated. Right now, the only way this thing can work is probably on a campus somewhere where it has more of a control of where to go and how to maneuver. Like it's the idea of being able to be on the street doesn't seem like it's going to work right now, but like, you just put this thought in my head, like, yeah, all types of things can be rigged and changed to do terrible things. So as much as I know, know, I know you hate robots. I'm not necessarily be comfortable if I saw some robot, you know, riding down, you know, New York city, because yeah, something could be, manipulated to make it seem like, oh, it's right. just a robot delivering things. So, um yeah, I, I, I don't know.
3: I don't know what it's like for these things, how, how hard it is to crack them open or anything like that. But also, if you're the person waiting to get your food delivered to and you're just hanging out and somebody tampered with it because people are, you know, jerks and somebody goes and they're like, oh, yeah, look, there's there's the uh, the robot walking down the street. Let me open it up and blah, blah, blah to this. Like, who the hell knows where that thing has been as 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 unreliable as people can be at times. And I know people have horror stories that they've said, like, for the most part, I think people are, that are going to have the food that are delivering it, want to make money, want to make a tip, want to do a good job. I mean, there's no incentive for the robot to do well. So (laughs) I don't know the the whole thing is, I I like that idea. Like Hannibal, you said, like if it's on the campus and it's controlled and, and it's really in a small certain area, but if you're like, a you know, a robot and all of a sudden there's there's traffic and you got to figure out another way to get. I mean, like, just sounds like a mess. Yeah. Steve, so that these speed? these are the these are the targets, though,
0: our campuses. You're right. So um, but Los Angeles isn't a campus. They are free around Los. Los Angeles just have has them in the streets. They're doing Steve, everything.
4: What Weird. speed do these things go up to?
0: Good question. Trash can question. speed. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know i mean <laughs> i would imagine very slow but you know and like ma- like mike said up. how well does it look latched and stuff it doesn't look latched at all it looks like but, a cooler again it looks like a cooler it looks like you just pull it open they but only... we
4: complain as drivers about people just randomly going into restaurants and taking food uh-huh. what's not to say that some random person just go into this cooler steal someone's food and walk away and it's the same concept, except now you're just taking it from the robot, not from the shelf.
2: They they only again. Go I think it's
0: I think it's like an RF reader that you have to have your phone, <laughs> put it next to the thing to have it opened. But to like the people with golf clubs taking a nine iron to it, knocking it over, I'm pretty sure they can get it open.
3: And I, I just. Um, uh... I hope these robots though just don't take the cuddling jobs away. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. yeah, We don't
1: they're cold. Well, so know, here's steel. an it here's an
0: example, you guys, of of Neuro also has released these SUVs that will be in Mountain View, California and in Houston, Texas, that are almost the size of a full SUV, and they will be doing certain areas. But the Neuro the trash can robots, they have actually been they they have landed a couple colleges, but the largest one, and if you guys know the size of this school, it is a monster. Is they landed a um, a contract with um, Ohio State University hmm. to have the food delivered because they don't have any program that works well. Peep delivery drivers don't hmm. want any part of it. Um, college campus is especially one of that size, so. I know that they've launched that and they actually started using them, but those are getting more attacked than the ones in L.A. Both and
1: understand. I can only imagine.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure some students are ordering it to a place where they know, oh, this curve, he's going to be right near the river. Let's be there and kick it in the water.
4: <laughs> like, but not only that, how many drunk college kids are roaming through campus wanting to vandalize something because they're drunk?
0: <laughs> especially a robot that they could, yeah. like, try and, like, like kidnap and take to Canada and, and get maple syrup and then leave it there I, and see what it does.
1: <laughs> I just feel bad for these robots. They're doing nothing wrong to anyone. They're getting beat up. They're being kidnapped. Thrown into a river. Like for what? For being a robot? You know, their it's lives matter, robot, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're not live. but you you get the point.
0: <laughs> I, I I just I found it very. I think it's very waste. I think it was very wasted money to make these little ones, the neural SUV size looking ones. And I still don't even get those. Those seem way too expensive. Um, but uh, the, the trash can ones just don't make sense to me. I mean, from what I can tell, it's like almost half of them are getting abused, trashed, wrecked, destroyed. Um, you know, I mean, like you know, and in LA, wouldn't the homeless encampments just be like, Somebody be grabbing all the robots and feeding the homeless encampments and stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It just seems like a really dumb idea. Um, the college campus thing, maybe, but we've even seen videos of the of on the college campus not only of them getting beat up and stuff, but they'll get stuck in something where they're just hitting a wall. Right. And I'm like, this is Uber's technology. I know, bag- but yeah, just the, it doesn't this, know to back uh, up. Tub. Come on, man. Like there's no command station or somebody that can say, Hey, that thing's hitting a wall. Let's, let's uh, get it out of there. Uh, That'd be so
3: frustrating too. If you're like hungry and you're waiting for your food for an hour, at least like you can yell and complain at somebody. Now it's like my robot just is stuck (laughs) in an alley and it just will not turn around. Like that would be infuriating. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm ready for dinner and this damn robot. I know we got to care for the robots, but that would, that would, that would really annoy me. you can't even complain.
4: As a customer, though, where do my where does my tip go to? It's not going to the robot.
0: Maybe no, they're tipless.
4: No. How would you know that as a customer?
0: Maybe it says because you have a robot, there's no need to tip.
2: <clears throat> That's what i wonder. Do they have to select robot? Because like whenever you do the the autonomous cars. You have to opt in for that feature. It's not like those autonomous cars are
0: not autonomous. By the way, they have a driver well, in them, so
2: let's yes, call but them same the same difference. They are. You still have to opt in for it, <laughs> right? You still have to opt in That's for it. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. And, and so like whenever you're picking delivery, do you have to opt in for one of these robots.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably. They're,
2: probably. It, isn't John in LA? But maybe it Can gets he, you.
0: Maybe it gets you a discount on your food. Maybe it's like, hey, you know, because they know they're testing the technology. Maybe it's like, right. hey. You know hey if you if you'd like or if you're willing to take a robot delivery um you know we'll knock or we'll we'll, the delivery charges are free and there's no tip or something that is supposed to maybe and maybe that's why la is the test market they're just seeing if like people are even into it
4: maybe they're testing it just to see if they get their two dollar and 75 cent orders actually delivered via robots opposed to drivers and it actually gets delivered to people's houses for drivers not taking those two dollar and seventy five cent orders. Yeah,
2: and that's but, and that's but a we, good point. No drivers do though. But
0: that's what? a good point too because guess what? Those two fifty orders don't have to be paid at all
3: because it's a robot. Now they don't even have a base pay. There's just zero. Right. No. no,
4: they're saving money. I,
3: I just keep thinking like of all the the delivery drivers and everybody has their profile picture and it's a little bio and I'm just thinking now like looking at, it's like a trash can. It's like got a little information (laughs) about it. Like, hey, my name's Timmy the Trash Can and I've done 87 (laughs) deliveries. 42 (laughs) times I ran into a wall. Happy to help (laughs) you. Here's Chick-fil-A. I'm a four and a half star robot. Right, and it's just like...
4: I kind of think of like Oscar the Grouch coming out of a trash can (laughs) for whatever reason.
3: Looks like a nice trash can. It's probably going to be a good delivery.
0: (laughs) You're right though, Mike. I bet you they do have names. Like, Christy it's the right. robot will be
3: delivering your food today. Like, really, hey, Christy? How's your day? <laughs> oh, that's, that's what I'm saying.
2: John's, John's in L.A. Why can't we get him to use one of these robots for delivery? Yeah, he should. Yeah,
3: I don't
0: know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, John's a little outside of L.A. too. He's down in the what is it? The um, Island Empire area. <clears throat> so, I mean, he's not where the, I where I think they are. You know, um, but we need I to don't find know. Out. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that. But Kim, um, I got a backup story to your story about New Jersey and the Uber fine, and I want to, I want okay. to, uh, let's, 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 let's uh, bring that up a little bit.
4: Okay, so New Jersey this week—well, I should say Uber paid New Jersey a hundred million dollars this week Ooh, for labor violations against two hundred and ninety-seven thousand Uber drivers. It was for the years, I think, twenty-fourteen through twenty. 18. So I feel like it's the age old debate, but they basically were paid a penalty because New Jersey views Uber drivers, uh, that they're employees, not independent contractors. And they did an audit that revealed that Uber improperly classified hundreds and thousands of drivers as independent contractors, not employees. And, um, they were saying that the money will go to an an unemployment trust fund, wherever that money will go. Um, And that they were saying that Uber misclassified um, employees, depriving them of benefits such as unemployment, temp disability, and uh, temporary disability and family leave. But according to Uber, they were like, well, they're independent contractors. They're not employees, so they don't get the benefits of an employee. So Uber still stands their ground that we're independent contractors and not employees in New Jersey is saying, nope, they're employees. And that's the $100 million that Uber paid New Jersey this week.
2: It's not a
0: lot, though. No,
4: but it's a lot kind of considering,
0: of- we. you know, I was talking about this with Lou and Mary the other night. So it's a lot considering... You don't know where that money's going because a hundred million gets put into the state fund along with all these other amounts that are being put in. You're not gonna actually ever see a full breakdown of what that hundred million did. I
1: like think Jersey, you know I mean? but Jersey wanted they wanted a billion. <laughs> they were want they wanted a billion and Uber Thank just gave you, them hundred
0: million. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't I, know. I, don't know. I, I just
4: don't... I personally don't trust that $100 million is quote-unquote going to a trust, un, like a trust for unemployment. Like, to me, that's very vague. <laughs> opposed yeah, to, yeah. to like, me, exactly it would be, if anything, it's
0: going to be to to clean up the unemployment from the pandemic that was abused by all states and went on for way too long of a time. I mean, I don't know. I don't see that they're going to have, you know... I mean, I don't know. I don't see that they're going to have like make a fund or even like we all know that class, Gary and I have talked about this before, class action lawsuits. It's like you think you're in something, but then they run it for years. And by the time it actually pays out and everything, it's really like, you know, you're going to get like a check for three cents in the end. So it's like those kind of things are a failure. So like this, I don't know, these these fines need to be tracked a lot better, especially until the space is defined, in my, in my opinion, because where does this money go? You know, we already know Uber you, you... pays off states, cities, all kinds of things. So it's like, where is this going? Like, the only lawsuit
2: like... that I've actually seen that, that was actually beneficial to drivers was the Amazon lawsuit. Like, drivers got thousands and thousands of dollars in that. All these Uber and Lyft and all them, I'm saying drivers get, like, $12, like, what yep. are they going to do? 12.
4: There's no way the drivers are ever going to see a penny of this. I think this is all state funded. Like, here's a hundred million dollars to the state of New Jersey. It, there's no way any driver's going to see probably a penny of this. But I, you know, I just think it's interesting that Uber basically said, "Yeah, here's a hundred million. Yeah, here you go. We don't agree with you, but still, here's a hundred million,
2: which is, isn't even a lot for Uber. I mean. It's just not.
0: So, um, moving past that for a little bit, I got to talk about this Lyft uh, GM acquisition thing because <clears throat> we've been following all this. Gary, we talk all the time about what is Lyft doing? When are they going to be dead? <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> and I don't know if Gary, what do you know? What their Nasdaq closing value was today? Because this is pretty weird.
2: I'll, I'll tell you.
0: Um.
2: 1699
0: Pretty What is it?
2: 1699
0: Okay, so just under 17 a share. So, um Lyft stock is down 66% over the year uh oh. uh year to year and th- here's the here's the takeaway from what happens if GM does buy Lyft outright. Meaning a lot of times in these mergers or whatever there's still a part of it. This is not a merger. This is uh this is they want they want it or they don't, and right now um, it's so it says ride sh- ride sharing investors will likely be disappointed as any takeover bids are not likely to be near what they expected, and this is the first time I've heard this term tangible book value because I know they've had a t- ton of trouble establishing what things are worth. In the in these economy or in, in these gig spaces that come on with no assets and stuff, but they're a billion dollar multi-billion dollar company, but they don't have any employees, they don't have any buildings, they don't have any assets. Okay, how what? Mm. So, but they're saying here that the tangible book value of the company in a buyout right now would be two fifty to three dollars a share.
2: Oh, that's that's better than it was in June. June is a dollar a share.
0: Okay, but you just said it was seventeen bucks.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying their tangible book value per share, quarter ending in June 2022, was one dollar and seventy five cents per share.
0: Well, maybe, and so maybe it went up a little bit because of yeah, because of the interest of GM. But nonetheless, my point is, we're talking about like what? Let's call it three to be nice. Okay, so we're talking about you know, we're talking about like one sixth of the value that you hold stock at is what it'll be merged into GM with. Hmm. I don't know if, if I, if I owned Lyft stock, I wouldn't be toughing it out to see what else they're going to come up with. I would be selling, selling, selling and getting out of that thing right now. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, never, because if you're I be, Lyft. I say I don't
2: have Lyft. I,
4: I,
0: I never bought either. them. But, yeah. <laughs> Some drivers I know still hold their Lyft, uh, that they got when they IPO'd, like I got right. the offer when I, when they IPO'd cause I had enough rides, but it was like an offer. It was like, do you want whatever it was yeah. for mine? Do you want 2,500 bucks or do you want, you know, whatever double that was like you, or do you want 3000 worth of shares? And I was like, I'll take the money. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. I don't trust that you guys are going to be around. So uh, I'll just take the money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Gary, I don't know if you had time to look at the, uh, the and the reason I was trying to have you look at the Uber drivers and McDonald's franchise owners was because the last time I had Mike on, I asked him a question about what were his favorite places to deliver to and his most hated. And I mm. said, "But don't include McDonald's." And he was saying, "I'll do McDonald's all day." And I was funny, funny that the drivers You you New Jersey people are weird, man.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I have an awesome McDonald's. Uh, yeah, First I was, of all, I was that's what he was saying
0: happy, too. It must be just it, out where you are. I, don't I know. can say
4: fifty-four happy meals. They had it out to me in mm. twenty-five minutes. I have an awesome McDonald's. You did yeah, fifty-four
3: I, happy meals at once?
4: Yeah.
3: Wow.
2: Now the McDonald's by my house I'll pick up from. They're always quick, but like the ones in the ghetto now, I don't go to those.
1: They just Yeah, they're not good for me at all. Well,
3: I mm-hmm. I mean when I was in the thick of it, it just it just really depends. And pandemic to change the way the the pickups go, but like West Orange, New Jersey McDonald's was excellent. East Orange McDonald's was excellent. Like the Bloomfield one is average. And just knowing the McDonald's and like legit when you do this enough, knowing the staff there, what would work, you know, I I I found personally, and I you know, there's so many McDonald's is is everywhere. I found personally that the McDonald's is by me were fantastic um it's just about finding the right but but i will say though when they were bad there was no like average middle where you go in there it's you know three four minutes it was like no go i will say that when it's when it goes bad get the hell out of there yeah this past
4: weekend when i did that 54 happy meals when i walked in they're like they know me by name and they're like Oh, Kim, thank God it's you. Um, just because they knew I would actually, you know, load it into my car. They knew I would get it there safe. So it's almost like they worked quicker because they knew it was me and I already have like that relationship with them. Right. But, you know, it was, was this, an awesome order.
3: Was this for like a just a children's birthday party or just somebody that's like really hungry for kids meals
4: no it was actually pretty awesome i i well you'll know this there was a there's a theater in red bank and they were having a wedding in the theater so it was for their after party and they were actually giving out happy meals to all their guests for the hat for the after party so it was actually pretty cool and um good payout too so i'll I'll take it
3: (laughs) yeah i was gonna say 54 kids meals for uh some people getting married at a party like that's 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 the ticket right there. Yeah, it was my totally.
4: highest-paying DoorDash order I've ever seen.
3: Nice. That's and that's a
0: large order program order. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, I don't even know, Mike. Are you? I know. I know. I don't think you did DoorDash. You just did Uber Eats, right? Or did I've you? only done
3: Uber Eats. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's it. That is my lone experience. I've done a lot of it. Um, I was scared <laughs> to jump on other ones. I kind of just got addicted to the Uber Eats thing. I'm I'm usually well, I'm slow to get started on stuff and insecure and nervous and then once i get good at it i get really good at it but there's like no in between on that uh i was scared to do it but yeah i've only done uh uber eats i do have a doordash account because somebody wanted to get 20 percent and make money off me so i did that to help them uh but yeah i've never delivered for doordash
0: so mike when you stopped Because I know Kim lives in a great market for earnings. I live in a good market for earnings. But again, you know, I have, I mean, it depends on the app. You know, some people in not so good markets earn on Instacart. I earn, I can't earn a dollar on Instacart. I can't save my life on Instacart here. Right. However, a lot of the apps are great here. Um, But Kim lives in a great one. I think you lived in a pretty good one too when we were talking about pay. Oh, yeah. When you did leave, what was the pay? What like kind of something that we can gauge and then yeah. have some of the people in the chat or Kim or who whoever that does a yeah. lot of delivery say, yeah, it ain't that anymore. Or it is. Or.
3: Yeah, no. And of course, I think everything like more experienced you are as a delivery driver at, with Uber Eats and other other um other of the gig economy, the gig work. I think that goes a long way. Like we talked about when we were earlier in this episode and saying about like the 250 orders going to robots like i think there's some of that so once i would consider myself knowing what i was doing probably around like per hour um uh, probably around twenty dollars per hour from just doing that uh and figuring out the right rides and again mostly like 90 percent declining everything and then just waiting for those two or three good ones four good ones throughout the hour um yeah you could do it i mean i'm probably where i live um it's like suburban urban, which I think is like a nice combination and for the delivery service, because there's all the fast food chains, but then there's all of the high end restaurants. And once you know which ones to go to, which areas to kind of pick and choose from, uh, I, I think the money was money was there. And that's probably just on an average. Um, and I found that the weekday nights paid a lot better than any weekends because I I I noticed it at the very least that I think during, during the weekends, it was just, it cluttered with a lot of other people that probably didn't know what they were doing as much. And during the weekdays, less drivers on the road. And I, for that reason, I found having earnings like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, higher than anything from Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So on a look,
0: how many hours were you doing a week? I know it probably varied, but on average,
3: Yeah, at the peak of it, probably about between 20 and 40 hours per week on top of my job full time is I just sort of got addicted to it and got into it. Um, And it would probably be like 12 to five. And then I would do something, you know, take a little break and do probably, uh, you know, six to nine or something in that range. So, yeah, I was Mm -hmm. I was heavily invested in it. Um, And for me, like I'll get personal on it. I get the Sunday scaries. I get really bad sort of like the Sunday vibes thinking about the work week so i used it personally as something to help me on sundays take my mind off all the crap that i was thinking about for the week in my own head so i would use it on a sunday because i'm like well i'd rather be you know thinking about delivering this chimichanga right now than thinking about all my like stuff coming up for the week and it just it like relaxed me and used it sort of like as a as like a medicine for myself and then i was like oh okay I just made two hundred and six dollars, and that's kind of cool. And then there's some money in my pocket. So maybe, I mean, is it fair to say twenty five dollars an hour? Maybe. Is that maybe? Close? Oh yeah, on good on good days, yeah, I could definitely do that. Oh yeah, I mean, there were days definitely where it was lower. I, I'm, I'm I mean, there was like crap during the pandemic early when things were like right really raging on. I remember making like fifty dollars an hour. It was like I mean like mm. nuts. I mean that thing was like you know like a Christmas tree lights like firing off like it was nuts the amount of orders that were coming in but I would say yeah probably around twenty sometimes twenty five uh would be my lasting memory I couldn't like right now if I turned it on I probably would first not understand how the app works it would take me a minute and then to tell you yeah I I have no idea like I, I myself would probably be a little rusty too at the same at the same time yeah. Um,
0: I remember that you were t- we were talking about Chipotle too, because when I asked you what your worst was, you just yeah you had a moment oh, about Chipotle. Hell. You yeah, were, and Chipotle. in fact you were like, hey, if you want free Chipotle, you're like going to mm-hmm. anyone, and then you gave a specific one you really hated. Yeah, I won't. I won't remember. Oh no, it, I'll tell you. Like,
3: I don't mind. I don't mind saying it if people want to know. Like it was the Chipotle <laughs> in West Orange, New Jersey. I mean, it was just like a free for all of bags. And I was like, this is insane. Like, you want to come in here and just take anything you want? There has to be some sort of, I mean, I understand now like going on a rack and going to the back and looking, but it was just 40 to 50 bags sitting at a front table with nobody standing there. I'm like, this is, this is ridiculous. People must be taking food left and right. I, I, I think, you know, you don't want it to have like super security where it's like, show me your your ID, you know, what's your social security number? What's your, what's your, what was your first pet's name? What's your mom's maiden name? Like we don't do any of that stuff, but at the same time, there's gotta be a little something where I'm not coming in and being like, all right, what's for dinner tonight? Oh, it looks like I'm having two beef tacos and a chicken taco. Like there's gotta be something to guard against people stealing the food. I
4: even remember you going a
3: step further and though, and saying like, and if you have food
0: allergies, no problem. Just go in there and read all the tickets. (laughs)
4: Chipotle is not my favorite. Yeah, Chipotle is not my favorite at all. I, Especially like the late, I feel like the later in the day it gets, the wor- like worse it gets, like the more backup, like they're already behind on their very first order. Well, they,
3: they were telling me when I went in there because they had said, and again, I haven't done this in a minute, so I don't know if it's any different, but they were saying stuff like, their system is on a clock that goes different than when the tickets come in so a ticket would come in and it would get grouped and lumped into a certain 15 minute section mm-hmm. so if you ordered your food at 1:14 or you ordered your food at 101, it was still getting lumped in that same time frame so if you based on you getting in there you could be waiting forever because it's all lumped in one area and i kind of found that out by talking to people they were like Boy, are you at the one o'clock ticket or the 115 ticket? Like, I have no idea. I'm just here for some guy I've never met because I gotta <laughs> deliver the food. I have no idea what you're even talking about. So <laughs> sort of learn that through the process. And that's where I said, I am like if I'm going to Chipotle, it's gotta be a real bad night. It's gotta be a decent order mm-hmm. because I know I know what I'm walking into. Like I, I know I'm gonna go in there and it's just gonna be like the walking dead of people waiting for their orders.
4: Yeah, it's so true. I can't tell you how many times like I know automatically just to go to the person making the food and say, excuse me, can you just tell me what time my order is up? And then they look at me like, why is this lady bothering me? Like, (laughs) No, I need to know if I need to cancel this order or not. But then they'll say to you, well, what time is your order? And I'm like, I don't know. It's a DoorDash order. I just have a time I'm supposed to be here. Right. And then they, they have to like scroll through their screen and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, cancel. Thank you. That's yeah, all I needed to, to, to know.
3: Yeah. And all you can ask for is honesty too. Cause I would say, I don't mind if you're honest, if you're like, Hey, this is going to be 20 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll cancel the order. The worst is like, yeah, it'll be two minutes. You know, then you're reading a novel sitting there, like, "Oh, like reading through this book 30 minutes later just be honest with me. I can move on. Like this is not personal. It's business. Uh, Somebody else will come and get this order. The food will get there eventually, but I don't need to be sitting here. I I'm already, you know, going to my next order. Just even if it's bad, I rather hear bad news than lie to me and have me sit awkwardly and start opening the front door for everybody that's coming in playing like major D for the night like oh is my table ready I don't know I'm the (laughs) Uber Eats delivery driver picking up for Frank I'm waiting on his order I'm, I'm sorry I can't help you I don't work here
4: yeah my See, chipotle setup though is bad like it's so easy to steal from. it like they do literally have a bookshelf and you can like literally yeah. go into your point and go um okay that one and like literally walk out the door i i was watching the one with you and steve and you're like you can just read off the list of what's <laughs> what the ingredients are and go okay i want that one
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean my thing becomes isn't that how the chipotle app works though doesn't it work in 10 15 minute intervals like I think, I mean, I know it does. I don't remember what the intervals are, but like if my son and I were to order Chipotle off their app, it says, when are you picking it up? And it gives you like 10, 10, Mm -hmm. it'll give you all the 10 minute times. So my question is, I guess, before the pandemic, Uber Eats, I mean, maybe in your area, not so much, maybe it was better. But here in Denver, like all of the food delivery platforms pre-pandemic were dead. You couldn't make any money on them, barely. Mm. I mean, it was just like, why am I even doing this? And- it it was the pandemic that did that ultimate shift i mean it took it mm-hmm. from nothing to you'll you can be a millionaire and i'm mm-hmm. wondering if like they just had so few orders coming through they just literally made it when you came in pre-pandemic
3: like oh you're here oh, for this yeah let's make it uh, there was a lot of learning and i think early on when places couldn't handle it because it's probably more vibrant here outside new york with that but places weren't used to and accustomed to the amount of food that was coming in on an order. Like I'll never forget going in. It was on mother's day in during the pandemic into an IHOP. I'll never forget walking into this restaurant and seeing like no joke, 75 desperate dads, like just sitting there waiting for their food orders because they were like, it it was, it was like disturbing, but that's something that would never have happened before. So these restaurants just weren't used to the intake of all the food that was coming in, but it was a combination of, well, we don't have business coming in. People aren't coming in to sit here. We need to make money. And all of a sudden it was like, order, order, order. So I think there was a huge learning curve and a huge change that happened during the pandemic, which I thought from a driver's perspective was fascinating because you could see it sort of happening in real time where pre-pandemic you would go you had a system you went to the front door i remember going to the front door and nobody would answer it was like if nobody answers after 10 minutes you then can leave the food now it's like that's ridiculous 10 minutes leave the food like no i'm gonna i'm I'm putting the food at the door and i'm gone which i think is interesting what you said earlier (laughs) hannibal about that like interaction because part of it does miss like there's parts of a time where you're like this is ridiculous i want to get out of here but then at the same time there was something like I'm actually connecting with you and doing this job for you and giving you this food as a delivery that has all been wiped away. That's totally of the past, completely different. And I just think about those small nuance changes. Now in the past, I'm like, I waited at somebody's door for 10 minutes, holding a bagel and hot coffee. What the hell was wrong with me?
4: <laughs> yeah. He, when I think about, like, also the Chipotle, like, I think of, like, their ticket machine. It's, like, ticket after ticket after ticket. I feel like it would make, like, anybody, like, run for the door. Like, when you start yeah. seeing, like, the ticket machine going and going and going and ticket after ticket. I'm like, it would make anybody run for the door.
3: Totally. Yeah, no, they, they come churning out and it's, like, 207, 208, 209. Well, what happened to 206? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs>
0: so I don't know. So Kim, since you're probably the closest to his market with deliver, you're still doing delivery often. You know, I'm more off brands. Hannibal's doing cuddling. Gary's making <laughs> apps. And, so we're all doing we're all doing our things. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you're you're closest to it. I mean, like six months ago, if you had taken the last six months off, what would the difference be that you noticed? Hmm. And delivery. Oh, that's a
4: good one. Um, I think it's got. I think it's shifted. It's not just about food delivery anymore. Right. I think it's about food delivery, grocery delivery, and getting as many apps as you can to multi-app to make your money. It's not to me. It's just not about one app anymore. It's about how many apps can you put in your arsenal to go out make your money and have as many opportunities to choose from to get the orders that you want I to me that's the biggest change just because probably a, well a year ago I was only doing food delivery now I have like close to 10 apps that I'm working that give me more opportunity to keep making more money. And when I was thinking about your dollar per hour, I'm like, okay, that's actually what I was making probably about a year ago. Now I am like 25 to $30 an hour because I kept adding more into my arsenal. So to me, that's a really big change in like the gig economy.
3: Do you diversify in a sense of the apps that you have open and it'll be like ones for food delivery, ones strictly for grocery stores, ones just for- Liquor stores to to kind of like base it that way, or will you do multiple of the same and sort of your strategy when you're on peak times?
4: Yeah, I mean peak times, turn them all on and see what you get. But right right now, it's more uh, you know grocery delivery for me. It's like in the morning, like the early early mornings, I'll put in do grocery delivery, Walmart Spark shift, and get a couple of those in, and then when the peak times of food delivery come in, like now I'm um, mm. you know. A DoorDash happy. So, you know, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and, you know, so on and so forth during like the peak dinner times. And they could kind of strategize yourself in between right. during those slow moments. I say turn them all on and take whatever orders coming to make you money during those slow times.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it, I, I guess I was, I was wondering if it, there had been a major shift, but it actually really doesn't sound like there's been any. I mean, he only does Uber Eats. So up, if he were to go, deliver. if he were to go back up, to,
2: <laughs>
0: no, but if he were going to go back to Uber Eats today after these six months, just the Uber Eats, do you think he'd make what he was making?
4: Uh, just yeah, I don't, Uber I don't think the app
2: hadn't changed at all in six
0: months.
4: I don't think that. See,
0: people ordering amount of people drive. I mean, I'm just curious if it would. What's just Uber though? To me,
4: to me, Uber it it shifts for me from like summer to winter, and so on and so forth. Like during summer, like for and maybe it's because the area I'm at and I'm by the shore. Like it like. Skyrockets during the summer and I can see, you know, $30 um, batched orders. I feel like the higher the pay. But once everybody goes away from the Jersey Shore and goes back home, Mm. like the fall and the winter, Uber starts to slow down again. So I see like peaks and valleys in Uber Mm. and that's where kind of the uh, the other apps come and fill in for those peaks and valleys. But I feel like that's with any app. So I don't know whether right now, it depends on your area. I can only speak, speak for my area, but it kind of depends on you know if uber is consistently busy in your area because sometimes it's not always in my opinion the most consistent app to use
3: that's interesting with the people vac you know delivering for people that are on vacations and then the population of the area dips dramatically because people are going back Uh, something i yeah i never even thought of that's really interesting so before
0: I let us all sign off here, because I think we had—I I loved the conversation about uh, cuddling. By the way, I think that finally we got that all out in the open. <laughs> Look at Hannibal shaking his head. <laughs> Mike, when we're done, you got to go. Hannibal does have like a seven-minute video that he edited, and he does a good job editing about cuddling, nice. where he shows other people cuddling and I'm walking. I'm gonna watch, and you're gonna I'm have to it watch out. it. It's so Hannibal. I, 100%, I, 100%. I my <laughs> but Mike, oh, is will there? Is there any re-entry for you coming into Uber Eats? I mean, has this been a lot of because of your kids and after the pandemic wanting more time with your family, but
3: might you go come back to the game a little bit? I always leave it open and I always think about it Um 100% on that opportunity. Yeah, it's just been filling my day with other jobs and being incredibly busy mm-hmm. with uh, producing podcasts for people on the side, teaching it on the side. So that's kind of taken its place where i only have i only have so much bandwidth for myself personally but i always think about it i mean truthfully like i feel a sense of guilt in a weird way that i don't do it more because i at my podcast prime when i was really churning out content and churning out stories i thought personally i had something really awesome so part of me feels a sense of guilt that i haven't done it as much and i've done more of the basketball thing that's been on my plate and it's been an incredible opportunity where where we have sponsorships and it's just something i had to go down that road uh but i come back to a hundred percent we'll always think about it i'm already thinking about like from a content perspective starting in a new area for my listeners will be interesting as i say stories from the road will be a new location and totally new for me you know i I have the map down of this area. You know, I could I could tell you every McDonald's in Essex County, the benefits and and you know, you know, the negative aspects of them. But if I'm now going to Middletown in the Red Bank area, you know, when I start to go to these new places, this is going to be all new for me, all new experiences. So to me, I think that'll be interesting as well. Uh, to get that started again. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely always keep it open. And I think it's a good thing to have for just anybody for to just to just if they're if they're interested to make more money uh fill in hours life's annoying and tough in a lot of ways so i i i I will always make sure to have that and and the itch is there yeah because when i met you i was
0: i was just getting into podcasting you and i both know right. Jason teary he was helping me a little bit and uberliftdrivers.com my website was doing good but I actually was listening to yours a lot because I think you're right, man. Yours was on – you were doing a really good – like, you had a really good thing going. <laughs> like, it had a flow. Yeah, and, know. You know, the timing on the – episode, like, everything was just right when I'd listened to it. I was like, I like this podcast. I like his format. I like his length. I like the way that he does this. Yeah. And I don't know, you know. And I know that
3: you're still doing
0: podcasts. It's just – It's not in this space right now.
3: Yeah, no, this is uh, this is now becoming really depressing and a bummer as I think back. No, I'm just kidding around. I'm just joking. No, I, I appreciate hearing that. Yeah, no, I was I was regimented about it. It was every Tuesday, every Thursday. I had different segments. I had a segment on the podcast called the places I peed on the road. And I just list off all the play, all the bathrooms I used in the restaurant that I went to. And I put some funny music underneath it. I mean, that was a segment, right? I was like this week I peed at the, I think we've used McDonald's a lot. I went to the bathroom in West orange. I went to the Chipotle in East orange. I went to the Bloomfield bear burger. and I just listed the places. I had to go to the bathroom, and that was a, that was a segment, right? Did and you review the like, bath?
0: But you didn't review the bathroom.
3: No, well, I'm not a, I'm not a sicko. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a se- We had a, we had a, we had a segment. It was uh, just the tip, and I would just, just give my tip of the week. It was sixty seconds tip, like, hey, but hey, everybody, if I'm delivering food and it's ten o'clock at night, please put your lights on because I have no freaking clue where you live. I've never been here before. I, if you say eighty-seven Love Lane, Lane. I can't tell the difference when it's pitch black and I don't want to fall and break my leg. Please put your lights on. That's just the tip from me. Something like that.
0: Nice. And that's and awesome. Hannibal, that's, that's, a, that's an idea for a name for your cuddle channel. No, just it's not. The tip.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not. I was going to say that too, Steve, but nope. I was trying not to bully him too much about cuddling. Nope. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> not the tip. I don't know
0: no i need a tip <laughs> yeah that could be bad never mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but i'm finally glad that none of you guys can even mention anymore hannibal will update us as needed it's no longer a joke because it's real um hopefully mike will will check it out and I will. those two will do a podcast and check it and they'll and they'll See how it goes. We'll collaborate. You know? Maybe they'll just spend the time <laughs> Collab- gaming or something, but at least they like, go through it. I don't know. Just yeah, see how cool. the service works.
3: But no, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, truly yeah. interested to check out the website, check out this seven-minute video. Like I'm only <laughs> i I am I am totally interested. This is <laughs> piqued my interest. The, the video's
0: great, I gotta tell you. The video will almost sell you on doing it. But then you gotta think twice and go, wait a minute. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> he does mention it's high paying you know there's a lot in it i mean right. i don't know we'll see you know there's definitely some sites doing it and uh i know that gary we like before i i closed that subject for for good is that we even saw a thing that was like rent a friend didn't we
2: yeah yeah we did like yeah, at the could, same
0: time we were looking up cuddling yeah, it was like that same yeah, type could, of thing it was like
2: hey, hey. some mind either to hang out with you <laughs> or play rent video games whatever you wanted to <laughs>
0: I just thought that one was even weirder. Like you you don't have a friend? Like that's one thing, but yeah, I guess. But I'm just wondering who you'd be hanging out with that doesn't have a single friend.
4: A really reclusive person, shy person,
0: or a silence of the lambs well hole. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Um, (laughs) but um Kim, what do you got going on this week?
4: <laughs> Segue. Before we sign off here. <laughs> um, Monday, uh Driven Mom is hosting a girls' night. Um, so that is this coming Monday night. Um, Tuesday night is my live. Um I'm trying to think a whole bunch of, you know, my daily videos are out every single day. Um been doing a lot more shorts lately. So a whole bunch of new and fun and exciting things, you know, coming my way. So
0: yeah. yeah. And Gary, what do you got going on?
2: Uh dot like always. Uh radio show tomorrow and Sunday fun day with you.
0: That's right. And uh yeah, some behind the scenes stuff going on with Gary's So keep your eyes out, guys. Um mm-hmm. or uh, your ears open, you know. <laughs> he just if he opens his mouth about it, then you guys all bother him. So I just kind of <laughs> opened the door a little. But he did not say anything. i yeah, now
2: so. everybody's going to message me. What
1: are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing?
0: That mean, <laughs> Hannibal, how about you? What do you got going?
1: Uh, Tuesday, this week or yeah. next week, right? Tuesday, me and you uh, mm-hmm. talking about at-home at, at, at home jobs you can make some money from. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited because uh, there's so much you can do from home to make a good eat- yeah. income, side income, full income, but we're going to talk about that. And I, I have a live, not live, it was recorded months ago talking to a YouTuber about using a van to make money. I'm going to probably replay that because I think the information is still relevant and he's still out there making really good money, independent contractor. He has a van, he is negotiating loads, he's using other apps. And I think it was a really good conversation before I had, I don't know how many um, subs I had at that time, but I'm going to replay it because I think it's still valuable information. I may put that out maybe like Monday night. I'm not sure exactly. But then Tuesday, you know, me and you are going to be talking about the, you know, at-home side hustles. So, yeah, uh, take a, you know, check or keep an eye on that, those information and those videos.
0: Yeah, by the way, that, uh, you know, Hannibal and I have been doing them every, every other week on Tuesday. And we've only done two, but both, I feel like both the other two went extremely well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for not knowing how it would go, like, I think they went, I think both of them were extremely beneficial. If you haven't checked them out, go check those out. Because the first one we did, how to get away from Instacart and all these things and how to be your own boss on dumpling. Last time we did the last mile services and courier services and medical courier services and things that are websites, not app based, even that you can go out and earn way more money. remember now that you guys have been using these apps and working the gig economy you know how to do this and some of it isn't on apps it's on websites so yeah yeah check out those videos for sure check out kim's videos and mike are you are is is mike delivers podcast doing even like food reviews still Mm -hmm. or okay so it's still coming out
3: yeah still still coming out still churning out content my wife and i w- will be reviewing food i know on my list i want to talk about the um the hush puppy um fish sticks from arby's that we had uh in carlisle pennsylvania really uh, piqued my interest those were delicious we'll be talking about those amongst other things uh as yes the uh the channel is alive and still kicking And if people want to check it out there's 240 you know episodes on there 235 episodes if you want to hear my stories from the road hear my evolution of the podcast they're all there they're all available they haven't gone anywhere you can check them on out and um you can hear some of the wacky stuff that i comment on and all the fun things that have happened to me as an uber east delivery driver in essex county new jersey
4: you can actually start reviewing red bank food once you get here
3: well, there's a great. lot of great. There's I a say, lot there's of. There's so many rest-
4: great foods restaurants yeah. oh, around here. Yes. I mean, can't oh, no. wait.
3: Oh no, I mean, because I, you know, I go visit my parents all the time. We've been to so many different other, so many places. Um, I have, uh, I am very excited, uh, to check out all of the restaurants there. Yeah, and the red, the Red Bank, um, because uh, Rubson okay. Middletown area. There's a lot, lot of. I had a you great sandwich from Middletown last about week.
1: About me, so I want to. What the
2: hell is that? I don't know.
3: That was uh-huh. I know that voice. I lo- if you give me like ten seconds, I could. Pr- if you play that again, I could probably get that. You
1: know, you know what doing? I was looking you up on uh, Twitter. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" This guy talked to Tracy McGrady.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that yes, that yeah, we had Tracy. I actually
1: talked to Tracy. Gary. Um, oh, I was like, "That's what uh, I guess." It, I got it. It's to because next Thursday
0: time. footballs uh, on. Um, that's that's why tonight yeah there's there's some people watching some football right now i know that (laughs) yeah t-mac he's a cool dude um but yeah so Mike, i saw gary posted uh mike's channel in there but it's also in the show notes you guys as always so you can go to the show notes after the fact or if you're listening to this after which we get lots of listens after you can find mike's information as always in the panel right in the show notes at the beginning so check out his channel um and if you're into audio podcasts too, Mike does a good job um cuz not a lot of people do the audio podcast world. I still do. I know he puts all his out on audio. He's a it's a good audio podcast to listen to too and you can find it on I think every player like you can mind so you can just go get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um yes sir, thank you. But yeah, uh thank you panel. I I didn't ever get to the comments tonight guys. I am I am so sorry. I see that people were in here um and so thank you for all for coming. I see, you know, I'm not even going to go through the list of names, uh, but I will get all of you next week. Uh, and uh, I want to thank, obviously, our panel that's here every week. And I really want to thank Mike for joining us because uh, when he told me he wasn't doing it anymore, I still thought, well, this is still, this is this is interesting, I think, because we always are trying to do something different here. And uh, I think that this was, this was fun. I mean, I, I liked watching Mike's face just when we were talking about cuddling
3: just to see what he
0: reacted. <laughs> 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 yeah no you know, so... i well thank you thank you for
3: for having me on it was uh it was cool getting to know all all of you and um I am looking forward to cuddling with hannibal once we get connected and finding that site <laughs> he's already fo- uh just a little uh, pro tip he's following me on twitter i just yeah recognized. all right just, so this was... this is this is happening <laughs> <It's gonna> happen. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Lisa, for saying that. Hit that like button on the way out, you guys. Um, and uh, we will see you back here next week on the roundtable. But before then, like Gary said, you can find us on the radio show tomorrow. That's also simulcast on this channel, uh, Sunday Funday, and uh, other things going on, like Hannibal next week on Tuesday. By the way, if you last thing, if you haven't liked uh, – if, if you guys all know the Driven Dad, Tony um, – his wife, Lisa, me and him do a, uh, coffee in Colorado every Wednesday morning. And he just crossed over 900 subs last nice. yesterday. So he's in that home zone of getting to the thousands. So if you haven't subscribed to Tony yet, please do. Um, the driven dad, uh, he's a great guy drives a Tesla. It's a lot of fun to watch him work too. And now him and Lisa have this new setup thing where they got it going. Um, oh there you go rodney that's why we're missing some people here tonight huh it's even tied so (laughs) yeah okay guys uh well i won't keep you from the end of the game and thank you for joining us tonight and thank you mike thank you panel and uh we will see you back here next week on uh, the rodeo round table (laughs) peace